Trail Correspondence presented by The Trek is brought to you by Granite Gear, manufacturers of backpacks and backpacking accessories ready for the long haul. The brand new Granite Gear Blaze 60 pack weighs just three pounds and comfortably carries up to 50 pounds. It's ideal for thru-hikers who need to carry more water on long trails or those who simply prefer to carry a couple extra luxuries, such as a novel, banjo, or maybe a couple pounds of chocolate. In other words, if your pack weight isn't quite ultralight, the Blaze is for you. This is the same pack that some members of Granite Gear's groundskeeper team will be carrying as they hike, paddle, and most importantly, clean up trails, lakes, and waterways across the country. If you don't know about the Granite Gear groundskeepers and the awesome work they're doing to clean up our public lands, check them out at groundskeepers.org and follow along on Instagram at the groundskeepers. Other brands participating in the Granite Gear groundskeeper program includes Clean Canteen, Ultra Running, Backpackers Bistro, Keep Nature Wild, and Kula Cloth. Best of all, listeners of Trail Correspondence can score a 20% discount off any purchase at granitegear.com. Simply use code TREK20 at checkout. Get on it. pleasure to say welcome to the first episode of the Trail Correspondence Podcast presented by The Trek. My name is Zach Badger Davis. I am the founder and editor-in-chief at The Trek. I've thru-hiked the Appalachian Trail and Pacific Crest Trail, along with a slew of shorter trails. I am the author of Appalachian Trials and the co-author of Pacific Crest Trials, books geared toward mentally preparing people to thru-hike those respective trails. And, once again, I will proudly serve as the host for this season of Trail Correspondence. As many of you already know, last year the Trail Correspondence series ran through the Trek's flagship podcast, Backpacker Radio. Due to the popularity of this series, we deemed it worthy of its own home, i.e. this podcast. So, what is Trail Correspondence? Last year, we featured about a dozen aspiring thru-hikers taking on the Appalachian Trail, Pacific Crest Trail, and Continental Divide Trail. Every other week, we'd feature their updates from the trail centered around a particular subject or theme. Through their eyes and vocal cords, we got a glimpse into the minds, hearts, and souls of those who take on a half-year backpacking trip. This year, by and large, it's going to be more of the same. The primary difference for this year's show is the hikers that we're featuring. More specifically, the theme for this season of Trail Correspondence was to 1. Feature primarily first-time thru-hikers. We made this decision as it's hard to replicate the excitement of your first cross-country trek, and this enthusiasm is palpable. And two, we wanted to feature a greater diversity of voice. This season, we've got hikers ranging in age from 22 to 66. We've got hikers who are chasing their dream and others who are eager to escape unsavory realities on the home front. Most of our correspondents are from the U.S., though we're also very happy to be featuring those with Canadian, Mexican, and Indian descent. Our crew includes someone hiking with their spouse, someone hiking with their life partner, and a brother-sister duo. Really, the only qualities our group has in common is their storytelling ability, which you are soon to learn is captivating. 
and an intense desire to make 2019 a landmark year. In this first episode, we're going to hear from our PCT correspondents. And at the end of the updates, you'll hear from Lucas, who's going to be hiking from Iowa to California on the American Discovery Trail. Enough for me. Let's jump into their introductions. Enjoy. Backpacker Radio. It's Laura here, and I'm recording from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, which is where I live. And I am going to be leaving in less than three months now to hike the Pacific Crest Trail northbound from the Mexican border. And this assignment is just to give a bit of background about me. Uh, I am 39 years old. And I am a physiotherapist, um, also known as a physical therapist for you Americans. And I have been doing that for the past 12 years or so. And I also volunteer as the leader of a brownie unit. Uh, I think you also have brownies in the U.S. They're um, girl guides or Girl Scouts, as you call them, but they're the younger girls. So they're seven and eight-year-old girls. And so we do camping and outdoors things. And I've been doing that for the past few years. A bit more background about me. I didn't actually start hiking or backpacking until I was in my early 30s. I actually, before that, would insist that I hated hiking um, and refused to do it. But a friend dragged me out on a hike actually in Hawaii. And I realized that hiking is really just walking. And then all of a sudden, I fell in love with it. And since that first hike, I have done trips all over Canada, in the Canadian Rockies, and on Vancouver Island. And then in 2017, I did the Tour de Mont Blanc, uh, in the Alps. And then last summer, I did my longest trip, the Tahoe Rim Trail. And I did that uh, just on my own solo. And that was my longest trip at 180 miles. And part of that trail intersects with the PCT. So I thought it would give me a good sense of whether um, I would be really into doing the PCT. And turns out I am. Uh, so I've been dreaming about doing a long distance hike and specifically the PCT for a few years now, not really believing that I would ever do it, but just kind of fantasizing about it. And then about a year ago, I started planning with a little bit more possibility that it would happen. I started making some changes at work um, so that I could potentially leave on an extended leave of absence. I started saving money and cutting down expenses uh, so I could stockpile a bit of a potential hiking fund. But I still really wasn't committed to the idea of doing it this year. And then uh, in September, my stepfather, Spike, uh, Spike is his name, and uh, he passed away really suddenly at the age of 62. And... It really shocked me. It shocked everybody in our family. He was super fit. He was actually on his way to rugby practice. Um, and through that tragedy, as I started to recover from my shock, it really started to hit me that 
I can't put off my dreams, um, that there's no guarantee that I'll make it to retirement. Um, there's no guarantee I'll make it even to next year. So I feel like um, if there's any silver lining in his passing, it's that it really woke me up to my own life and just how precious it is and how I really want to be mindful about how I'm spending my time. There's just no guarantees. And uh, so I want to seize the moment. So I, you know, I'm not married. I don't have kids. I, you know, have a flexible job. And so I took the leap. I got my permit and I booked a plane ticket. And I am pretty excited. Uh, Once I got those two steps in place, I really felt confident that this was the right decision. I'm really, really excited. I'm most excited about just spending extended time in nature. I really feel best and most at peace when I'm in nature. And the idea of five whole months of just not having to answer to anyone but myself is really attractive. Um, Don't get me wrong. I love my job and I love my friends and I love my life. I love Victoria, but I'm just looking forward to something different, having a bit of a break from all of that. And just having nothing to do but walk and eat and sleep and repeat. That just sounds beautiful to me. I'm also really hoping that in the course of the hike, I get to know myself a little bit better. Um, In the past, I've found that big challenges in my life have led me to really big leaps in self-awareness and self-knowledge. And... So because this is the biggest challenge I've ever undertaken, I'm expecting that there'll probably be some big growth. And I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I'm also pretty excited about the social aspect of the trail. Um, Most of the hiking that I've done hasn't been especially social, um, except when I did the Tour de Mont Blanc. And I there's sort of that um, teamwork kind of feeling that I loved and I'm looking forward to experiencing that on the PCT since I've heard that it's pretty social. And it may seem petty, but I also am really looking forward to being able to eat as much candy as I want for five months. In terms of what I'm most nervous about, definitely top of the list is the physical side of it. I am in decent shape, but I'm very nervous about whether I have the ability to do this physically. Um, I am 39 years old, and I know I'm definitely not going to be the oldest person out on the trail, but I'm also not going to be in my early 20s. So I'm just nervous about the physical aspect. Um, And I'm going to talk a little bit more in the next recording about what I'm doing to prepare for that. Um, I'm also a bit worried... Not worried, but I'm spending time thinking a lot about the logistics of my resupply. I have more challenges just coming from Canada in terms of mailing packages and that sort of thing. Um, But I do just spend time thinking about that. And I've got some plans and I'll talk about that again in the next recording. But um, those are probably my two things I'm most nervous about. So that's it for now. Uh, I guess I'll just sign out. Thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you soon. This is Laura signing out.
Hi all, my name is Karthike Anadendla. I know it's really hard to pronounce, so I'm eagerly waiting for a trail name once I start the hike. Coming to myself, I am 28 years old and I work as a business systems analyst in IT and I live in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. The first hike I ever did in my life was over two years ago on December 25th, 2016, and that's when I discovered a new love. Ever since then, I have been a weekend warrior. I have been on multiple hiking trips and mountaineering trips as well. But before that, I was never active in my life, never considered myself athletic, I never imagined that one day I would be doing the things that I think of doing right now, and also was never passionate about something as well. Hiking literally and figuratively changed my life. Just like everyone else, it started with single day hikes and then weekend trips. But the hunger inside grew more and curiosity also grew more. I kept wondering what else I could do, how much more I can push myself. I wanted to find the edge and I believe if you keep pushing, eventually you will find the edge. So that hiking evolved into technical mountaineering and rock climbing as well. I've been to Mexico to climb Pico de Orizaba. North America's third highest mountain, and I've been to Russia in an attempt to climb Elbrus, Europe's highest mountain. We turned back just 65 meters below the summit due to extreme winds. I plan to go back again next year to grab the summit. So why do I want to hike the PCT? In my pursuit of pushing myself more and more, I stumbled upon PCT. Although Hiking this is not extremely technical, but it's extraordinarily exhausting both physically and mentally. Its distance and duration is not something that can be taken lightly. It's a grand challenge anyone can put themselves up for. That's one of the biggest reasons why I'm about to hike the PCT. And apart from that, I love to inspire others as well, to step out of the box of learned helplessness and do more with their lives. What am I most excited about? When I think of PCT, the first thing that comes to my mind is getting far away from everyone for several months. I tried a bunch of activities in my life before, only to realize that I got bored of them very quickly. But spending a lot of time outdoors, my desire to be in the nature, in the wilderness, in the mountains, only got stronger every day. And I don't think I'll ever get bored of this thing. So I'm really excited about the duration I will be away from civilization. Spending several months in American wilderness is so exciting. Hiking every day. And of course, I'm super excited to meet like-minded people and share life stories. What am I nervous about? Speaking about nervousness, I grew up being nervous about so many things in life. I remember in primary school, I couldn't eat before an exam out of fear. I needed to perform well. The fear of performance hindered my growth. I know it sounds crazy, but that's how it was when I was a little kid. So lately, I have been practicing mindfulness and I found hiking to be helpful in a great way for that. Hiking in the wilderness is literally walking meditation. So when it comes to what I am most nervous about, nothing at the moment, although I've been training myself for exactly this thing called stoicism. I still certainly am concerned about things like injuries on the trail, not finishing the whole thing, 
food choices on the trail going way over my budget and lastly bears yeah i never had a bear interaction before so i'm not sure how i'm gonna react what do i hope to get out of this once upon a time people used to walk long distances with a purpose to purify their bad deeds but i don't believe in good or bad and i don't think i need to purify something in myself but i believe adventure uplifts the human experience and connects people with nature and ultimately with themselves so out of all the best thing i hope to get out of this experience is the ultimate adventure in life share wild stories and be able to connect to myself where i can help others to do the same remember you have to put on your oxygen mask first before you help others hey guys it's sarah herman I'm currently recording from my house, which is just outside of Philadelphia. I am 26 years old and I work full-time for a travel company. I'm a consultant there and I've done this for the past five years now. What it entails is sitting at a desk for five days a week, nine hours a day, sometimes more, staring at two computer screens. It's given me a handful of amazing opportunities, which I'm grateful for, but ultimately it's not the life that I'm looking to live. Um, It doesn't bring me joy. It doesn't make me excited. And I know that it's just not for me. Um, So I need a change. I'm desperately looking for a change. I don't know what I want to do yet, but I know that it's not this. Um, So I have decided to embark on a crazy adventure for the next year. And my partner, Jess, we've been together for five and a half years, is graciously and excitingly coming along as well. Um, So we're quitting our jobs, we're selling our stuff, we're renting out our house, and we're spending a year around the world. We're starting by hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. We have never done anything remotely like hiking the PCT before in our entire lives. Um, We did a practice run this summer um, because we thought that was a good idea. And it was because it went horribly wrong. (laughs) It was supposed to be a 30 mile hike um, at a leisurely three day pace, not to, uh, you know, stress ourselves out too much. Um, It poured rain the whole time. We did about 10 miles and called it quits. There was lots of tears, there was lots of questioning life decisions, there was lots of frustration and venting and, you know, it was a really difficult time of figuring out if this was what we wanted, if hiking the PCT was some idealistic dream that honestly just wasn't for us. Um, We spent a lot of time thinking about it and reading, chatting, and decided that this is something that we want and this is something that we are as ready as we'll ever be to do. Um, We have tried to, you know, improve our mental strength since then, um, but ultimately we're excited to embark on this journey to go out there and do everything within our power to make it to Canada. Um, I am so excited to be 
you know, leaving my job and setting out on something that is hopefully going to bring me just utmost amounts of joy. Um, I'm ready to be, you know, excited to wake up every day and looking forward to simpler things, um, not worrying about anything besides food and water and, you know, walking to where I need to be. Um, I would be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. I'm incredibly nervous. Um, I feel like there's a great deal of pressure, um, you know, coming from friends, coming from family, just to succeed. Um, you know, we hope to make it to Canada, um, but we know that injuries are very real. Um, we'll try to obviously prevent them as everyone does. Um, but I'm nervous that we won't make it. And I don't want to be defined by, you know, this experience going great or going poorly. Um, so ultimately I'm looking to get more out of this experience than just succeeding. Um, I'm looking to spend time away from technology for the most part. I'm looking to spend time outdoors. I'm looking to become more of an active listener um, and learn how to, you know, genuinely care about everyone's story. Um, I am hoping to maybe find, you know, some interests that I didn't know I had um, and maybe relate those to a career move. Um, but ultimately, I'm just looking forward to a chance to grow, a chance to stretch, and a chance to breathe some air um, that's new. So I'm excited for you to listen along. I'm excited for you to join in this journey. And I'll update you again as we get going. So it's Sarah Herman signing out from Philadelphia. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, Backpacker Radio? This is Zach Munsell. I am currently sitting in my apartment in Somerville, Massachusetts. <clears throat> For those of you not familiar with the area, Somerville is just outside of Boston, but it's, it's pretty much considered Boston. Um, yeah, a little bit about me. I've been living here uh, for the past five years. Um, I went to school out in Western Mass, Western Massachusetts, at a school called UMass uh, Amherst. And uh, moved here for a job in sales uh, at a market research firm that focuses on renewable energies. Um, so yeah, uh, I really only decided to hike the Pacific Crest Trail maybe six months ago, maybe not even. Um, the The idea of the had been floating in my head since the summer, and I was actually pretty confident I'd be hiking the Appalachian Trail. Um, but I, I went out to California to celebrate a friend's birthday and we got into a long discussion about the two trails. And, uh, after that discussion with a bunch of people from California, <laughs> um, they, they brainwashed me and convinced me that, uh, the PCT was a better option. Uh, not only because, uh, selfishly on their part, I'd be able to hopefully meet up with a few of them while on the trail. Um, but yeah, I just... Just kind of going over it, it seems like the greatest trail in America, whereas the AT seems amazing as well. 
uh, but more of a slog. Uh, and truth be told, I'm actually I'm from the Northeast, so um, most of my hiking has been done in the White Mountains as well as up in Maine. So I've seen, you know, not a lot that the trail has to offer, certainly, but a lot of uh, the good portions <laughs> of that particular trail. And stop me if I'm being offensive. Um, anyways, yeah, so I've decided to do the PCT. Um, and I've been, God, I don't have too much experience hiking, to be completely frank. Uh, this past summer, uh, I did my first overnights. Um, I did, uh, yeah, a couple just single night overnights with, you know, my bag. Um, and then I did the Pemi loop three times. Um, but that's really all, all that I've done. Uh, I started off hiking only five years ago when I moved to Boston, going up to the white mountains, uh, doing just day trips. Um, uh, the, the biggest peak, well, it's the biggest peak in, on this side of the country, but Mount Washington, I'd done a few times in a single day, um, which was insanely hard when I started off hiking. And then this past summer I did it again after, um, having hiked, you know, five summers in a row. And I, I found it was a lot easier than I had remembered just because I'd gotten better. Um, and up there actually on the Pemi loop and, um, on Mount Flume and, um, a couple other times I started running into, uh, AT hikers, um, up, up, up in that area. And, uh, yeah, that's when the idea really started to solidify in my mind that I, I wanted to try doing this. It was something that I thought of, you know, years ago when I was like 16 and went on one of my first hikes, when I first got my license, me and a bunch of friends drove up to the mountains and I met some AT hikers and I thought it was the coolest fucking thing ever. Um, and then, you know, I, I just kind of got into my way of life and thought for a long time, this is not something I could do. You know, you have to be a real dedicated hiker to attempt a through hike. It's such a huge and expensive, uh, commitment, um, that I only thought, you know, the most intense super athletes could do. Uh, but here I am <laughs> sitting in my apartment talking to you about how I've only done, you know, a two night overnight and, in the next two months, I'm going to be out there on the trail. So I'm, I'm very excited for this and I'm, I'm very nervous at the same time. Um, but I, I think I have what it takes. Uh, I'm pretty confident in myself. Uh, maybe I don't have all the skills on the trail uh, that are necessary to do it, but I'm going to learn those and pick them up along the way. Uh, but I think I have the mental fortitude for it. Um, and I think yeah, I'm just I'm 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 a happier person generally when I'm outdoors. Uh and I think that's going to keep me going <laughs> the entire length of the trail. Um uh, and sometimes it's definitely not when I'm going to be experiencing inclement weather and um uh, yeah, I d I really don't know what to expect besides a lot of hardship, but I think my positive uh attitude is really going to get me through this. Uh, and I'm excited to be out there and excited to meet a lot of people along the trail too. I'm uh I'm like a healthy introvert extrovert mix I'd say so um I think both times of solitude um as well as times of companionship are really going to be important to me on the trail and um I think going into it I know that I'm going to make decisions uh, at the right time of my hike um to either take advantage of my solitude or uh to put that aside and you know to to get with you know, different groups of people 
um, and fulfill that extroverted need of mine to, to be around people and make people laugh. Um, but yeah, all very simple. Anyways, I guess why I'm going on the trail, uh, I didn't really get into that too much, but I've been behind a computer screen at a single office for five years. So I'm, I'm not very unique, man. I'm just, I'm like a lot of people that get on the trail. I just want to get away from the nine to five and the screen addiction that kind of comes with it. Um, just, just for six months. So I've been fortunate. It looks like I'm going to be granted a sabbatical for, uh, this six month period. I'm still in the midst of figuring that out. Um, but it looks it looks very good at this point. I'll update you <laughs> once I know for sure. Uh, that will certainly take a lot of stress off of my plate. Um, but yeah, uh, I do love the job that I uh, I work at, and I do plan to go back afterwards. But I think this trip is going to be really good for me to to kind of clear my head from all that for for you know a, a long period of time. Anyways, I'm rambling, um, but. Yeah, I'm excited to be a correspondent and uh, keeping you updated on my hike uh, as I make my way north uh, up the Pacific Crest Trail. Again, I'll be leaving on March 22nd uh, from Campo. Um, So yeah, I will uh, touch base with you a little bit further on down the line. everybody it's angie from michigan and i'm coming at you from a basement because it was the quietest place i could find (laughs) uh yeah so we're supposed to do a little introduction and so here you go like i said my name is angie and i'm 34 years old and i come from a little city on the detroit river in southeast michigan called wyandotte and i was born and raised there i spent most of my life there and uh, now I like to do a lot of things. I, um, yeah, I'm pretty lucky that I love what I do. Uh, I spend the majority of my time working in two fields that some people think are completely unrelated, but I think are perfectly related. Uh, and that's, I'm a theater professional and I'm a licensed massage therapist and teacher. And um, I spend the majority of my time doing those two things. Uh, I am a resident artist at a company called the Purple Rose Theater, and I'm a stage manager, among many other things. Uh, But my primary focus in love is directing, choreographing, working with the voice and with movement. Uh, And I'm currently in a show that just opened (laughs) last weekend. So uh, so I get to do everything, and I I really love it. and I've been a massage therapist for 10 years, a little over 10 years now. Oh my gosh, because time just keeps going. Uh, and I taught for a number of years and I still teach electives at the school where I was trained. And um, yeah, uh, so that's what I do. And I love I love them both. And I'm, I'm yeah, like I said, I'm super lucky to, to get to do them. Uh, but my love of the outdoors was started when I was a kid. You know, I my sister and I were always outside. We were the You know, we were the kids that were always outside. Uh, But our family vacations were essentially camping or driving somewhere to be outside. Um, We did camping, fishing, walking. Um, My parents, I remember they took us to Hocking Hills in Ohio. 
And I remember thinking that we were so far away <laughs> from home. It was like stepping into another world. Um, and that, that left a big impression on me, for sure. I was in elementary school when we went there. Um, so yeah, my parents really, they got us outside. That's when it all started. Um, but as far as wanting to through hike, I, I keep trying to remember if there was a moment or some, something that happened that made me want to do this. And I can't think of any one specific thing. Um, but I got it in my head that I wanted to hike the Appalachian trail and, uh, I did a couple day hikes of the AT and then, uh, my boyfriend and I started going to Southwest Utah and spending time in the backcountry there and at Zion National Park and canyoneering. And I completely fell in love with that place. Uh, we were hooked, just completely hooked. And, um, you know, I guess we slowly stored, sort of started thinking along the lines of, uh, doing a through hike and then. And then this past year, uh, we got engaged and decided to, f to make it happen. So, uh, I was terrified to talk to my boss about it. I, I kind of felt like I was, I don't know. I, I mean, like, how do you leave a job for that long? Um, no matter what kind of job you have, um, theater is an extremely committed profession. And, um, and I didn't know what to expect, but I, uh, I sat down with him and I told him I need to do this. And he smiled at me and said, of course you do <laughs> and gave me his blessing. And, and, and that was that, uh, I couldn't believe it. And I was so thankful and, and the planning started. Um, I actually, you know, I, I was a little nervous about sort of jumping headfirst into a through hike. And so there was a brief period of time where I was researching the Tour de Mont Blanc. Um, I, you know, I thought that I could do something very grand in a shorter amount of time and just sort of get, you know, get a sense of backpacking and, and things like that. But, um, but life didn't take me that way. So I don't know. It was the right time. So, so yeah, plan started. Um, but anyway, a few short months after beginning the planning for the trail, uh, my fiance and I broke up uh, in the sort of, you know, horrible way that breakups often happen. And I decided to continue my planning uh, to make it a solo hike. And it's just been one day at a time since then, you know, planning and researching and you know, digging deeply into the trek and all of the things I can be involved in. <laughs> um, and so anyway, I can get off topic sometimes. Uh, so I, that's why I'm hiking. I'm hiking because I've always really wanted to. It was something that we set a goal to do. And I realized that even though I lost my hiking partner, I didn't lose myself and I still really want to do it. Um, I think what I'm most excited about is spending some time with myself. This has been an incredibly difficult year and, um, I have a lot to learn and I think that I can learn a lot from spending time outside and from meeting new people and being a part of this incredible community that I hear so much about. And that's what I'm most excited about. I think that I am most nervous about what I don't know. 
because there are so many things that I don't know. Um, and there are so many things that I can't possibly plan for. Um, but you know, I, this is my first through hike. Uh, I have slept outside of camped alone, but I've never camped alone in the back country. So that will be new for me. Um, and I guess I'm a little anxious to see how I handle things by myself. So that's, that's what I'm most nervous about. And, um, and I guess that goes right along with what, what I hope to get out of this experience is, is learning more about myself and the things that I can handle. Um, I am somebody who seeks validation in other people and I am really looking forward to getting that from myself and pushing myself farther than I've ever pushed myself and seeing how I come up the other side. So I think that's what I hope to get out of it. I'm also so excited to meet people and see the things I'm going to see. And I, yeah, I mean, everything about this is absolutely thrilling to me and I know that there are going to be days where I am like, what on earth did I get myself into? <laughs> uh, but I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, so anyway, that's, uh, that's a little introduction to me. Um, I'm sure I'm missing things. Uh, like uh, the fact that I'm hiking the PCT. I don't think I said that. <laughs> um, I'm hiking the PCT. So... Anyway, thanks. And until next time, this is Angie signing out. Hey there, it's Angie again. You know, I slept on it, the stuff that I said in my introduction, and I woke up thinking that I didn't really touch on one of the things that I was most nervous about. And that's, that's sleeping way too cold. Um, I'm a cold sleeper, and nearly all of my experiences... <laughs> overnighting in the backcountry, I have shivered all night. Um, two of those experiences, I was worried the entire time um, and had to wake up and do mountain climbers and sit-ups and stuff to stay warm. Um, yeah, and, and to my knowledge, those nights only got down to, you know, 30 degrees or so. And I was in one of those times, I was in a 10-degree bag and I still... I still got too cold. Um, I do think it was a fault in my sleeping pad. Uh, so my sleep system wasn't perfect, but too cold. I'm concerned about sleeping too cold. So I'm working on that right now. But anyway, yeah. Thanks again, everybody. Okay, bye. Backpacker Radio. This is Allison. And this is Eric. And we are the PCT brother and sister team. All right, Allison, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So I am 29, currently living in San Jose, California. Uh, last year, I quit my stable full-time job at an art museum to do a summer internship uh, with the National Park Service in New Mexico. Uh, being outside and hiking around in the forest almost every day was awesome. I loved it. 
Um, then after that, I moved to San Jose because that's where my boyfriend is. Um, and since then, I've just been doing a couple random jobs, waiting for the PCT to start. Uh, as far as backpacking experience goes, I've done a lot of overnight trips in California, uh, including a couple in the Sierras, but nothing for more than two nights. So the PCT will definitely be an adventure. Uh, but I have done several 20-plus mile days, which can be rough, but I'm definitely looking forward to doing some of those. Um, also, Eric and I grew up in Colorado. Uh, we're from a small town called Woodland Park. Uh, so, Eric, tell us a little bit about you. You know, I think I've been to Woodland Park a couple times. Um, yeah, just a few. It's a yeah, place. yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm 27, so I'm little brother to Allison. I'm currently living in Austin, Texas. I've been here about four years. Before this, I went to architecture school at Kansas State University. Uh, and as you guessed it, that's what I'm doing right now down here is working in the architecture profession. Uh, in terms of backpacking experience, mostly occurred in Colorado and none of my trips are anything like a through hike. Uh, it's just limited few few nights here and there type deal. Uh, so this will be my first through hike. I'm really excited for it. So that leads us to our first question, and that is, why are you hiking? Um, So I am hiking because it's really just a good time in my life to uh, drop everything and live in the woods for six months. Um, I'm between careers and between places to live. Um, My boyfriend and I both aren't thrilled with San Jose. It's a cool city, but it's not for us. Um, so hopefully we'll move somewhere else afterwards. Um, and the PCT specifically, well, you want to do it too, bro. Um, but also I've hiked a lot in California. Um, and so the PCT seemed like familiar territory, at least the California portion. Um, so I'm happy to kind of be in familiar terrain for that. Um, so why are you hiking, bro? I'm hiking uh, largely in part because of the freedom that the trail provides. For the last past nine years or so, it's been a push toward graduating with an architecture degree, going to grad school for architecture, uh, moving down to Austin to work toward a career, becoming licensed in that career. And a lot of that is really rewarding. I met some great people along the way, but there was always something missing. And I think a lot of that revolves around just like having some space to contemplate and to have some space for like more personal growth without having like a specific career in mind. Um, but that's not the only reason why I want to do it. Uh, I'm really looking forward to some of the social aspects of the trail as well as like the solitude at times. But I'm really looking forward to getting a trail family, uh, getting my first trail name. And, you know, part of the trail family is going to actually have a real family member in it for me, uh, that being my sister, obviously. So I feel like that's pretty unique, and it'll be interesting to see how that goes. If she doesn't feed me to a den of rattlesnakes in Southern California, um, we shall see. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That leads us to our next questions. Allison, what are you most nervous about and what are you most excited about? 
Um, so I'm super nervous going into this about the weather, uh, especially in the Sierras uh, and towards the end in Washington. I'm really hoping winter doesn't come too soon. Um, also, in the past few days, I've started to get nervous about injury, and um, hopefully neither one of us has to have an injury that makes us get off trail or miss a lot of time. Um, so hopefully we take care of ourselves out there. But I'm super excited to be outside every day with my only job, waking up, have a cup of coffee, and hike. Um, I... Uh, also, I'm looking forward to seeing a new landscape every single day and not sleeping in the same place um, for more than a couple, one or two nights at a time. Um, plus, I've never been to Oregon, so I'm very excited to start seeing that state. Yeah, I'm excited to see Oregon, too. I've never been there or Washington, so a lot of new territory. Yeah, well, I've only been to Washington for a weekend, so I guess it's pretty much new to me. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you most excited about and nervous about? Um, Well, I'll start with what I'm most nervous about. And part of that is getting enough food and water. I'm definitely known as the guy in my office who's probably always eating. I probably have a couple coworkers listening to this right now and they could agree to that. Um, So I'm sure we'll figure it out, but we'll see. And I'm also worried about not getting enough water in the desert. Um, That again, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Uh, maybe we'll toss the sleeping bags out and replace it with water. Probably not the best okay. idea, but we'll see. I don't know. Seems, <laughs> seems reasonable. And then I'm also nervous about, like, what if we have to jump off the trail? Or if we don't finish the trail, you know, like wildfire, injury, that type of thing. And just nervous about what that mentally means and how we respond to that. But that being said, I am really excited about just getting out there. Uh, looking forward, just going step by step, uh, you know, kind of releasing all this pinned up energy I get sitting at a computer all day uh, and just really pushing myself physically. Um, w- one thing that I think about, and it's kind of weird comparison, but I ran cross country in high school and not like running a 5K is anything like hiking 2,600 miles, but at the same time, it sort of is because you're pushing yourself with other people with the end goal of getting to Canada in this case and just getting through this brutal physical experience. And as weird as that sounds, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, So that leads us to our next question. And that is, what do you hope to get out of this experience, Allison? Um, Well, what you were just saying about um, pushing yourself uh, kind of leads into my answer for this, which is I hope to get a, a good sense of accomplishment out of it um, and the courage to do another a long distance hike in the future, whether that's section hiking something or through hiking. Um, I really looking forward to just after the trail doing planning another trail, um, doing something else and having the courage and ability to jump into another thing. Um, And also, I know it's wishful thinking, but um, I would love to have my life figured out by the end, know what I want career-wise on the other side, Um, at least some sort of direction of where I want my life to go. But 
who knows? I'll have a lot of time to think about it, but we'll see if I answer that question. <laughs> hey, you could always run for president. Oh, maybe. Yeah. 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 You, you could think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it some thought for sure. <laughs> but what do you hope to get out of this experience, bro? A few different things. One of which is just to make some new friends along the way. Um, really simple, but that really sums up a lot of it. And then also learn something new about my sister. Again, that is if she doesn't feed me to some rattlesnakes, which might happen. <laughs> and really to just grow on an individual level and finding some solitude on the trail to have the space for that and becoming more confident about my decisions, about myself really, and to strengthen my ability to appreciate. And leaving that last part really open because I'm not quite sure what it means yet. I don't know if I'll figure out what it means on the trail or if I even figure it out after the trail. We'll see. But I really hope I at least have some direction on that by attempting and completing the PCT. Um, and I got some tater tots in the oven, so I think that wraps up all the questions we have. Unless you have anything else you want to add, Allison? I don't think so. We're super excited to be trail correspondents uh, this year, and we've been talking a while, so I think it's time to go. So we'll we'll talk to you guys next time. Yeah, super excited for the future recordings and whatnot, and we're glad to be part of this. We'll talk to everyone later. All right. Bye, guys. See ya. Hey, everyone. Hasmin Ortega here checking in from my hometown of Los Angeles, California, as I prepare to through-hike the Pacific Crest Trail Beginning in late March, I was born in Los Angeles, but I grew up in Mexico where my family is from. I was there from the ages of 8 through 16, coming back to the U.S. to finish high school and college in Southern California. After that, I started a career as a newspaper reporter and then moved on to work in uh, the public sector for the local and state government where I work now. I was never athletic growing up. As far as backpacking and hiking is concerned, that came into my life later in my 30s. Um, I initially started running when I was in my 20s because I wanted to lose weight and I wasn't feeling very good about myself. I was inspired by my boss at the newspaper at the time and joined a running group and soon I was running marathons. So in 2000, I ran my first marathon and since then I have run 21, including the last one last December. But I didn't consider myself a serious hiker until I would say about four or five years ago. Like a lot of people in L.A., I would go to Griffith Park and hike on those trails. So when I read Wild in 2012, I thought about backpacking the same way a lot of people think about marathon running, which is that it's for crazy people. And 
I would never do anything like that. Why would I want to go into the woods with just some stuff on my back? I had every fear that people have who have never been into the backcountry about bears and mountain lions and rattlesnakes. But all of that changed in 2015 when I took the wilderness travel course that is offered by the Sierra Club in Southern California. And over the course of 10 weeks, I learned what kind of gear I needed, what I should wear, what food I should bring, and what I should know to stay safe in the backcountry. In 2015, it all started coming together. I was taking WTC, I was doing a lot of hiking with my friends, and I had the opportunity to go down to Campo, California, to see the southern terminus of the PCT. I was able to sign up for what turned out the last annual Day Zero PCT kickoff in Lake Morena. And I camped there, and I was part of everything that the kickoff had to offer. They had a film fest, they had raffles, they had free food, and there were the different um, cottage industry brands that were there with the tents and packs. So I was surrounded by trail culture, and I thought that this was something that I could see myself doing down the road. And it was a rainy weekend, I remember, when I caught a ride down to uh, the border and I started uh, the first section hike of the PCT. It was so exciting. I was hiking with through hikers, with other slack packers like myself. And that one day I hiked 20 miles back to Lake Morena. There was something about that ribbon of dirt that if you followed it all the way through, would take you to Canada, that just captured my imagination and wouldn't let go. Every year since that first hike uh, from Campo to Lake Morena, I've come back to the trail and picked up where I left off, going north. And as of last July, I've hiked up to the Cajon Pass to mile 342. And also I've done parts of the JMT that overlap with the PCT. So I just decided that this year would be the year. Everything started coming together with my work situation. They're letting me take a leave of absence to do this. Financially, I was able to pay off my debts, pay off my car, save some money. So it's really now or never. If I have the time the means and the opportunity to do it, why wouldn't I take it? I would be crazy not to, right? So, you know, five months in the grand scheme of things won't be a long time, but I know that the memories and the experience that I gain in that time will carry me forward for a very long time. So I think that's one reason I want to do it is because I am able to. Physically, I feel strong. Um, I have the gear. Uh, I don't want to wait uh, till I'm retired to do a through hike. And at the current pace, I'm doing section hikes. It'll take me 20 years to finish. So I just don't want to wait. I just want to go and and test myself, challenge myself, uh, see 
parts of the country that most people don't get to see. And I already know the Sierra is amazing, but I've never been to Oregon or Washington, so I can't wait to see that part of the country. And as for what makes me nervous, in one word, it's snow. I'm not all that comfortable in snow, so post-holing or sketchy traverses really make me nervous, but that's part of the challenge, and I know I can get through it. Feels like everything I've done in terms of training and running marathons has prepared me for this moment. So I can't wait, and I don't want to place too many expectations on the trail. I want to take it as it comes and see what I can learn from it. Oh my god! An assignment where I get to talk about myself? Easy. Hi, I am Liam Pertle. I am 23 years old, right? Oh my god, no, I'm 22. Oh, that's so embarrassing. I'm 22 years old. I turned 23 in April, so I'll be 23 when I start the trail, so there's that. I live in Chicago, Illinois. I currently work for an advertising agency buying out-of-home advertisements, aka billboards, for Miller Coors Beer. So drink Miller Coors Beer, drink Miller Coors products. We own 52 brands, so really go after it. Um, my backpacking experience, I went on my first backpacking trip when I was a sophomore in college. I've only been backpacking for about four years. Um, I'm about six feet tall, probably like 5'11", actually, but like sometimes the doctor tells me six foot, but I think she's lying to me in hopes of my dreams of becoming a D3 basketball player, but that's never going to happen. What else? I have brown hair. I have long hair. Um, I look amazing. I'm stunning. Paint a picture of myself. Um, wearing khakis right now because I just got home from work. Uh, we're business casual, so it's casual. Um, yeah, that's about me. That's about what I look like. You can follow me on Instagram at Fifty Shades of Pale, and you can see how I look like because I'm stunning. But yeah, wow, I'm so happy to be talking to you guys right now. This is amazing. I can't wait to tell you guys about my experience and like my how I'm on the trail, and like I can't wait to like use these assignments to like really reflect and talk to you people. Have you guys seen the Disney Channel original movie um, Radio Rebel? No, you haven't. Okay, probably not. Because you're probably not a 13-year-old girl like I am. But it's basically about this girl who, like, has this, like, radio show. And, like, no one knows who she is. And I kind of feel like I'm on Radio Rebel right now. I'm feeling amazing about it. But, yeah, so you want to know why I'm hiking the trail. Why I'm hiking the trail? One, because I'm a goal setter. I like to set goals. I feel like in my life thus far in the 22 years I've been living, I always set goals of, like, this is going to be my next adventure. Blank, blank, blank. So I woke up one day when, um, and I said, I want to hike the Pacific Crest Trail. And so here I am doing it May 4th. Uh, what I'm most excited about. Oh, so I'm going to go back to why. Why? Um, why? Because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. You know, this only comes around once a lifetime. There's no time like the present. I know that sounds like a cheesy Hallmark card, but like there really is no time like the present. So I feel like when this opportunity came about, I was like, wait, I got excited about it. I got enthusiastic about it. I thought about it when I went to bed. I thought about it when I woke up. And now with my career and like getting everything, everything like moving forward after graduating college, I'm like, wow, 
I really need this <laughs> before I start the rest of my life because I'm in this time in my life where it's like, this could be it, you know? Like, I could work this job for the rest of my life. I don't get fired. So I feel amazing about that, that, like, I'm going to take this moment of, like, hey, do something amazing. And then go back to work, you know? Because I want to have a family, maybe. I don't know. I want to I wanna do shit. I'm going to travel. Oh, my God, I just burped. Oh, my God. Can I do that? Are you going to edit this? Whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's why. There's no time like the present. Why not? Um, I'm a goal setter. Do it for the people who can't. Do it for the people who doubt me. I feel like I've told people in my life, and they're like, oh, can you do that? And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to now that you said that. Even more motivation. You how? Um, what I'm most excited about? I'm most excited about the people. I'm most excited about the culture. And, like, literally the only thing I'm going to have to do when I wake up in the morning is walk. And that, to me, sounds like a dream. It sounds like with all of our lives being so busy and having all of these different things going on, it's going to be amazing to just get up, pack up camp, and walk. I am so excited. I'm so excited to meet new people and hear their experiences. And I'm so excited to see things that you can't see unless you walked there. And that, to me, is something that is so cool. That, like, I, you can't drive your car there. There's no parking lot. There's no bathroom. I think that is amazing and inspiring and something that like really gets me excited um what i'm most nervous about i'm most nervous about post trail i'm most nervous about what my life looks like after the 2655 miles um i'm most nervous about not being physically fit enough and i know that's really like oh liam you could train like why are you doing that and i'm trying i really am but when you're at happy hours and there's appetizers and you sit at a desk for eight hours. It's, it's hard to have this goal in mind. And I know that the first month is going to be so, so, so effing hard that it's going to kick my ass 100%. And I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm nervous about, I'm nervous about not finding the right trail family. I'm nervous because I'm really excited about the people and I'm a people person for sure. I'm definitely a social hiker. Um, I want to be alone and I'm really excited about the solitude, but I'm really excited about meeting and hearing people's stories from all over the world. And I'm nervous about like getting caught in a situation where I'm not happy and then having an awkward vibe of like leaving. So I hope there's, I get some advice about that. I should reach out to someone before I start because like, I feel like that's a real thing for me is like, oh my God, my alarm went off, but I'm able to resume. This is amazing. Wow. I set an alarm to remember to do this. Oh my God, this is amazing. Um, and I'm nervous about just like, I'm a social hiker and I'm nervous I'm going to meet someone that I don't like and I'm like in their like family or like their social circle within the trail and like just walking away. I just feel like that's going to be kind of hard for me. I'm nervous about that because I'm like also like I'm nice to people. I want to like be friends with everyone but like and try to get to know them and like understand our differences. But like if we're not meshing and vibing, I got to go. Um, and what I hope to get out of this experience is... Oh, you guys are going to hate me, but I hope to find myself, you know, like that's not you, someone out there is cringing and it's me. I'm the one who's cringing, but I hope to just like find Liam, you know, it's going to be me in the wilderness for five months and it's going, I'm having a Chris McCandless, Henry David Thoreau moment and I'm excited about it. I'm excited to get some happiness some clarity of like what I want to do. Um, what my goals are after, you know, where I want to be, what I want to be doing, who, I also think that these kind of adventures also where you realize like who's in your life, who's reaching out, who's connecting. And I'm excited to like see that a little bit, you know, who means a lot to me and who I'm, who I miss when I'm on the trail. I'm excited to find Liam. Wow.
I hope to get out everything from it too. That's just like a short answer because it's already seven minutes and I feel like you guys don't have the time for that. So, wow. Thank you guys so much. I will see you next time. Backpacker Radio listeners. Um, my name is Julie Klozinski, and I am talking to you from my home in Columbia, Illinois. And I'm going to take a little bit of time to introduce myself um, so you can kind of get to know me since you will be listening to some of my recordings um, this year um, on the Trail Correspondence series. So first thing you should know probably is I am 39 years old. Um, I will actually turn 40 on the trail in September. I did not plan that intentionally. It was like I decided I was going to hike in 2019 and then later realized, oh, well, I'm going to turn 40. So that was pretty cool. Um, I am a high school math teacher, and um, it's actually a second career for me. I went to college uh, and got a degree in electrical engineering and did that for about five years and then decided that I was getting no pleasure from that. So I, it was just, it was not fun. I mean, the money was great and there were some good things about it, but, um, I really wanted to do something with my life that I felt like was important. So, um, being a teacher obviously fits that category. So I teach high school math and uh, I also coach, uh, the girls and boys, uh, high school soccer teams. So I really enjoy coaching. Um, it's really important to me. So just a little bit about my backpacking experience. I actually just started backpacking uh, about three years ago. Uh, My best friends and I, uh, and I think this is probably a lot of people's story when they talk about their first trip, but my best friend and I um, decided to do a two-day backpacking trip uh, on the Buffalo National Scenic Riverway on the Buffalo, I think it's called River Trail. I don't know. Um, Anyway, so we got our packs and our packs were full of a combination of some like 20 year old backpacking gear and some just straight car camping gear. And there was also lots of things in there we did not need. And I'm pretty sure our packs weighed at least 50 pounds. Um, we were super intelligent and brought an ax because, you know, we need that. And we also brought an actual bottle of wine instead of taking the wine and putting it in something lighter. You know, we carried the bottle because that's really smart. So, um, yeah, it was, our packs were really heavy and, uh, we were talking later, um, that we, we had this big climb on the first day. It was, we did like nine miles the first day and there was this big climb and we didn't know it, but at the time we were both thinking that we should turn back and go back to the car. And luckily neither of us said it out loud because if either one had said it out loud, we probably would have, but we didn't, we, we followed through. It was really hard. Um, and it was super rewarding and I was hooked from there. So, uh, I started, you know, getting better gear and doing some solo trips. Um, my probably most adventurous trip to date, uh, this summer and I, my husband and I, uh, this summer, my husband and I, um, my husband's name's Phil. We did a four-day backpacking trip in Wrangler St. Elias National Park. Um, we went with a guide, but we uh, flew in a bush plane out um, to the wilderness and hiked back to the town of McCarthy. And we cli- we had to hike over uh, three glaciers. Uh, so that was kind of my first experience with well, being on a glacier, first of all. Um, and um, so, yeah, it was really adventurous. It was very difficult. Uh, it's the first time in my life I ever wore crampons. So that was all pretty cool. But um, so that's kind of my backpacking experience. Um, other things you should know about me. I am a huge Harry Potter fan. I actually have a Harry Potter tattoo. So I'm kind of a nerd like that. Um, I'm also uh, one of those people that um, collects national park stamps. I don't know if everyone knows this, but every national park site has a 
like a passport stamp. And there's like 400 and I don't know, 430 or something of them um, because it's all the national parks, but it's also like the national historic sites and national monuments. And so one of my life goals is to collect all of those stamps. So I think I have like 83 right now. Um, I just started that a couple of years ago too. So um, I've made pretty good progress, but uh, that's pretty fun. So just some thoughts about my hike. I am hiking northbound on the PCT. Um, my start date's April 13th. And um, the, one of the questions I am supposed to answer is, why am I hiking? I think the biggest reason I'm hiking is to do something that's outside of my norm and outside of my comfort zone. Uh, you know, maybe it's a midlife crisis type thing, but uh, I've had a very traditional life. You know, I, I went to college, I got a job, I got married. And uh, so I'm really excited to do something that I am nervous and uncomfortable about because I think those are the types of experiences that make us better people. Um, as far as things that I'm nervous about, um, the number one thing that I'm nervous about is failing. Um, and actually, that was the biggest excuse or the reason I kept coming up with for not committing to do this because I was afraid to tell people because then if you, if you say you're going to do it and then tell people and then you fail, I mean, that's, that's obviously humiliating. But, um, you know, I know that uh, the, that's not a valid reason to not try something hard. Feel, fear of failure, you know, if you're afraid to do something because you're afraid of failing, I mean, you're never going to do anything exciting in life. So I had to get over that. Uh, but fear of failing is definitely my number one concern. Some reasons that I think I, I might, you know, the reasons that I think failure or I worry about failure, number one is being away from my family. I'm very close to my, my family, my mom, dad, my sisters, their families, um, and my friends. I have great friends. So being away from them for six months is very intimidating. Uh, I'm worried about injury, you know, which I think is a, a valid you know, concern for any through hiker. I'm probably a little more worried about it because I am overweight and I'm in pretty good shape, but just the extra weight, you know, no matter what, no matter how good a shape you're on, every pound, whether it's on your pack or on your body is stress on your, on your joints. And I know that's going to, you know, make me more susceptible to injury. So I'm going to try to be, you know, very cognizant of that and take care of my body. And then, you know, I'm just worried that I'm not mentally strong enough. You know, I think through hiking, there's obviously a huge physical component. There's a component of luck involved, but I think the vast majority of people who are successful are successful because they're mentally tough. So, you know, I'm worried that I don't have what it takes, but I'm going to try. Um, some things that I want to get out of this experience, I guess the biggest thing is, you know, to have this epic adventure that I can think about, you know, for the rest of my life, you know, when I'm 90, 80 or 90 years old and, you know, not able to do these things, I can think, hey, man, you know, I, I took a chance and I did this. You know, I hope to get confidence. I hope to uh, kind of find a better perception of my body. You know, I, I, you, you know, no matter what my body looks like or what size it is, if you do something like a through hike, um, you can't, you know, you have to be very proud of your body. Um, so in a sense of adventure, you know, I think that I'm, I'm looking to broaden the things that I do. And if I accomplish this, then I'm not going to be afraid to try new and different things. So that is a little bit about me. Um, I do not have a trail name yet. I hope to get one. Of course, I'll get one on trail, hopefully. Um, so um, thanks for listening. This is Julie signing off. Bye-bye. Hey guys, I'm Lucas Wolfolk. I'm from Iowa, currently Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I'm 24 years old and I will be finishing the American Discovery Trail this year, also known as the ADT. If you don't know about the ADT, it's a coast-to-coast -coast trail from Lewis, Delaware, 
all the way to San Francisco, California. It's a relatively newer trail, so not nearly as popular or well-known as, say, the Triple Crown trails, but I think it's a pretty awesome trail nonetheless. It incorporates really a good variety of things from wilderness, state parks, national parks, historical sites, but big cities and small towns as well, really just encompassing all kinds of environments. Um, This kind of turns off other hikers, I think, because there is definitely more road walking and more what you might call urban hiking compared to the Triple Crown, but it really makes it worth it, you know, everything that you see. Uh, Just a backstory on my past few years that kind of led up to attempting this. I graduated college in 2016 with a bachelor's in art in psych, but I didn't really know where to go from there. I kind of just grabbed the first job I could get at a factory. I started tackling those student loans, working 50, 58 hours a week in a factory, and I just kind of hated that approach to life. It was not rewarding. I wasn't creating art. I wasn't, it didn't really feel like I was being true to myself. So I saved up, sold a lot of possessions, and decided I need to go on some kind of adventure. You know, there's challenges to everyday life, but I didn't really feel those challenges were helping myself grow. I was just kind of becoming a bitter and frustrated person. So it was really taking a a toll on my creativity too as an artist. Um, So then I got on the ADT. And last year I walked from the coast of Delaware to the edge of my home state of Iowa, which was a good rough 1,500 miles. That was kind of the warm-up hike for this year as I planned to hike the remainder all the way to San Francisco, which is about 2,700 more miles to go. And that's going to put me across some new challenges, the mountains and desert, which I don't have a whole lot of experience with. So that's definitely going to be some interesting challenges with that. I've already got a good taste of the ADT. Um, Truthfully, I wasn't totally faithful to the trail. I I walked every step, but not necessarily on the trail. I bounced on and off, kind of visit friends and family. And that's kind of one of my regrets about the first leg of my trip. But I don't really know anyone out west, so I'm going to make it a real goal to actually follow the uh, official trail step for step. Um, I'm just excited to go out there and be open, you know, to the experiences that come. It's the people you run into, the places you didn't even know existed, and stories that make it all worthwhile. There's plenty of things I'm afraid of, but that's not much different than everyday life. If you think about it, it's just a matter of being adaptable to those challenges. Um, A major part as I said, you know, rekindle my creativity and passion for artwork, uh, usually painting, but I'm starting some new passions as well. I'm attempting my try at writing a book and creating a documentary because I think constantly learning things and creating things really keeps life from getting stale, at least for me personally. I want to be more of an all-around complete person and... 
I, I feel like all my life I kind of was waiting to live the life I wanted. It was just one day I just kind of woke myself up and I was like, what do I need to do to make that necessary? How can I be in control of my own life? And this was my solution. It might not be everyone's solution, but that is the conclusion I came to. It all starts with walking across the country because, you know, dream high or don't dream at all. Uh, before this venture, I went on a backpacking trip across the U.S. several years ago when I was still in college, but that mostly involved hitchhiking and bus rides to different cities and national parks. I never really went on more than day hikes before this, but that whole trip really got me infected with wanderlust, as well as some important skills I can use on this walk, such as you know traveling frugally, stealth camping, and basic navigation skills. But now that I've already hiked from Delaware to Iowa, I'd say I'm a lot more confident to see this hike all the way through, and I'm excited for just whatever it's going to bring, you know, discovering the U.S. just one step at a time. And that concludes our series premiere of Trail Correspondence. In the next episode, you'll have the pleasure of meeting our remaining trail correspondents. I also encourage you to head on over to thetrek.co to read our hikers' bios and find where you can follow them on Instagram. As you have likely already guessed, this will be in the show notes. Since this is a brand new podcast, we would be immensely grateful for your help in getting the word out about the show. If you feel so inclined, leave us a review on iTunes, share it with your friends on social, and profess your love for this podcast by screaming it from the top of a mountain. And most importantly, don't forget to subscribe to ensure that you don't miss forthcoming episodes. Today's tasty jams are courtesy of Pauly Boy Shalcross, our editor and all-around renaissance man. You can keep up with the show on Instagram, at Trail Correspondence, on Twitter, at ThruHikerPod, and on Facebook, at Facebook.com slash Trail Correspondence. Signing off for now, happy hiking. Thank you.